Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, 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 beautiful and amazing screenwriters, filmmakers, and creative souls. How are you today? Welcome to episode 45 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. The subject for today is, do I need to move to LA? This is a question that comes up for screenwriters and filmmakers, not just across the country, but all around the world. Do I have to move to LA if I want to have a successful career as a screenwriter? or a filmmaker. Last week, somebody asked me this. They said, could you do a podcast about this subject? I think this person lived in Michigan, and they said that they had been told by their screenwriting teacher that, yes, they did need to move to Los Angeles if they wanted to have a career as a screenwriter. I think the answer is a little bit more complex than that, and I don't think it's like simple. I don't think it's a yes or no. Yes, you have to move to LA, or no, you don't. Here's the deal. It all depends on what kind of career you want for yourself as a screenwriter or filmmaker. And for each of us, that is a very different vision. Some of you might be wanting a career where you write for TV. Some of you might be like, no, not in a million years. Some of you might want to write small indie movies and make them personal indie movies. And some of you might want to make studio films. You know, there's so many different nuances within being a screenwriter or being a filmmaker. And so let's just break it down and talk about screenwriters first, and then we'll talk about filmmakers. If you are a screenwriter, do you need to move to LA? If you want to write for TV, you will probably have to move to Los Angeles at some point. Because the fact is, most of the writers' rooms, most of the way it works that TV shows are written, is that there's a group of writers for them, and they meet in writers' rooms. And you would need to be in the writers' room at least half of the year, right? So you'd need to be in Los Angeles for at least half of the year. Um, to get that job in the writers' room, you know, you're going to be in, need to be in LA to go to those meetings and meet those people and all those things. So if your goal as a screenwriter is to write TV, I would say... Yes, you will probably need to move to either Los Angeles or New York because there's also some shows that come out of New York. So uh, if you're serious about being a TV writer, I would definitely think that it's something that you will want to move to at a certain point, that you will want to consider moving to Los Angeles because, you know, you're not going to get a job if you're living somewhere else. Now, let's look at these other kinds of jobs, though, for screenwriters. And I just go, I don't think it's necessary. I actually don't think it's necessary. Not to say that you wouldn't want to. In life, I think always you should be guided by your truest desires. So if you don't want to move to Los Angeles, but you want to write movies, I think that's completely possible. I don't see why you couldn't and why you shouldn't. And you'll be able to find many examples of screenwriters who've had successful careers who never moved to Los Angeles, and they do just fine. And I don't think it's necessary. Would you want to? Probably, possibly. I mean, if you love movies at a certain point, you may well really just feel the desire to, and then you move there. But I would never say you have to, or you have to feel like you have to do it in order to get ahead in your career. I think it's 100% possible to have a screenwriting career and not move to Los Angeles. As I said, unless you want to work in television, in which case, yes, I'm going to say you should probably start planning your move to LA. But if you want to write, for instance, indie films, I would say 100% you don't need to be there. In fact, in some ways, I think it might be to your advantage not to be there. 
Because let's be clear, if you need to go to LA to have meetings, if you need to go to LA uh, to make connections or something, you can go to LA. <laughs> you can get on a plane and go there and you can do the things and then you can leave. And the very funny thing about going to meetings in LA, and I'm speaking as someone, I live in Denver now. I did live in Los Angeles. I lived there for um, eight, 12 years or yeah, just over 12 years. So, and now for the last four years, I've lived in Denver, Colorado. I still go to Los Angeles for meetings about screenplays and various other things. The interesting thing to me when I first moved away, I was so scared that when I would go to meetings that people would be like, why are you in Denver? And why should we work with you? You're not in LA. You know, nobody has ever mentioned to me in a meeting the fact that I don't live in Los Angeles. And in fact, to be honest, I don't think they're aware of it. They usually still start the meeting with something like, how was the traffic? <laughs> you know, And they're not even aware that like I got up at four o'clock in the morning to get on a plane to fly to L.A. to go to the meeting. But, you know, if you're living somewhere like Denver, I mean, it's only two hours on the plane to get to L.A., not even. And it's and you're there. It's so easy to do it. So I would just say to you, if you, you know, if you want to move to L.A., move to LA. If you don't want to move to LA, don't. I know one screenwriter here in Colorado. He lives in Broomfield, which is a small town outside of Denver. And he's a very successful screenwriter and he's written a number of movies that have been produced. He's sold screenplays to the likes of Steven Spielberg. And surprise, he's never lived in LA. He lives in Broomfield, Colorado. And he's always conducted his career from there. And he's just jumped on planes and gone back and forth when he has to go into meetings. And sitting, speaking with him, I mean, he says the exact same thing. Nobody cares. Nobody knows. It's not an issue. It's a not, it's like, it's nothing. And the interesting thing about him, obviously, is that he's actually writing very different kinds of films than me, because I feel like I'm art house indie. He's actually working like big studio mainstream things. But he lives in Broomfield, Colorado, and he says nobody ever asks him. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. He knew for himself he had a vision of like creating that life that he wanted to live in Colorado. He wanted to bring up his family in Colorado. He didn't want to live in Los Angeles and have a family in Los Angeles, and that's what he's done, and it's not a problem. So it's always your choice. Everything is always your choice. Now, all that being said, what are the benefits of being in Los Angeles? There are a lot. I moved there in 2005 after I sold my first screenplay. And literally, I didn't intend to live there forever. I thought I went for the meetings about the screenplay at the time I was living in Barcelona, Spain. So it wasn't as simple as like jumping on a plane for two hours to get there. It was a big journey. And I got to Los Angeles and I had the meetings that I you know, went to Los Angeles for about the script that they wanted to buy. Everything went great. It was sold. Then I was given a million notes uh, to rewrite the screenplay. And at that point, I decided to stay in Los Angeles to do the rewrite. And part of my decision, part of the reason for that decision was basically that I met a lady who was a friend of, I used to teach yoga in Barcelona. And one of my yoga students there connected me with a lady in L.A., and I went to meet this lady and uh, she lived in Malibu and she said, you can live in my guest house for as long as you want free. So it was kind of like for me, the fact that I ended up staying in Los Angeles was partly just serendipity because if I hadn't had a free place to stay in Malibu, I mean, this place was like luxury beyond. <laughs> I mean, it was just like paradise. If that hadn't happened, I might not have stayed in Los Angeles at that point. So I stayed on to do my rewrite there because why wouldn't you if you have a free guest house in Malibu looking at the ocean? So I stayed on to do the rewrite. And then during that period of time, I met the man who is now my husband. Through him, I met the director, John McTiernan. 
And he then hired me to write a screenplay for him. Now, when he hired me, he was actually living in Wyoming. A lot of a lot of directors and people do. They don't live in L.A. So I ended up actually going back and forth between Wyoming and Los Angeles uh, for quite a few months. So that was that was that. And but that's what brought me basically to Los Angeles after about a year. Uh, you know, I was going in and out of the country, but I was basically like L.A. felt like my home by this point. It just felt like where I wanted to be. It felt like so exciting to me to be in Los Angeles at that point. And I feel like if you are a real movie fan, a movie lover, and you want to write screenplays, at some point you'll probably want to live in Los Angeles. It's just so magical in a certain way. That thing that after a while becomes really boring. But when you're first there, it feels like you're at a year round film festival. I actually lived in Santa Monica and, you know, I used to go to the Aero Theater all the time. And there was the most amazing screenings with the most amazing guests all the time. The kind of thing that, you know, you would go to a film festival and it would be so special. But like every week there's somebody, I met Agnes Varda there, uh, Max von Sydow. I mean, it's just like, there's just always amazing people showing films and talking about their movies there. And of course, in Los Angeles as well, it's like everywhere you go, people are talking about movies, living them, breathing them. I mean, it's what, you know, you walk into a cafe and you're going to hear at least two people talking about their scripts, talking about their film projects. After a while, I mean, after 10 years of being there, that got old for me. I mean, actually, I felt the opposite. I was just like, oh, I just want normal. I just want like normal people talking about normal things because it's like too... um, you know, it's it's too much. It's too, it feels so unreal after some point. I was like, I just want people who just like talk about normal things who aren't all talking about their new project. But it, initially, I just loved it because I love movies. And it was so exciting to me. I remember one time just after I met um, Chris, who's now my husband, and we were sitting at a, co- a coffee shop in Santa Monica on Montana. It was the Pete's. If anyone knows this, it was Pete's in Santa Monica uh, on Montana at the corner. And we were sitting outside and then this, um, this guy walked by and he's wearing a traffic uh, warden uniform. And my husband just goes to him, hey, I loved you in such and such a movie. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, that's an actor. And oh, that's so sad. And I said to, you know, I was like, that's so sad that, you know, he was in this movie and you thought he was great. And now he's a traffic warden, you know, and doesn't that just talk about how people's careers go up and down and how rubbish for him? And then he walked across the road and of course I hadn't noticed, but it was a whole film set across the road and he was actually going over to film and he was playing the part of a traffic warden. And that's just that typical LA moment that happens all the time there. And if you love movies, how could you not love that? You know, that you're just always seeing film sets and you're always bumping into film stars and there's just always this feeling of, you know, the film world going on. As I said, for me, I love that. I just loved that for a number of years. So I think there's like, there's a great thing about living in, in Los Angeles. It's not like, oh, do you have to live in LA? Oh, what a drag. I mean, it's wonderful. You know, there's so many great things. And the actual being there and being, you know, just everywhere you go, you'll meet people who are connected with the film world. And that obviously can be hugely advantageous to your career as well that ability to just network on the ground all the time. And it's not like cheesy networking, like you're trying to network, but just you just constantly meet people who are in the movie industry and you constantly get to talk to people. When you come to make a film, you know, I mean, it's so easy to cast your movie, to find crew, to all the things. I mean, because there's so, like everybody's in the film industry. So there's huge bonuses to it. But do you have to do it? No, of course you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. It's your life. You can do whatever you want.
You can do whatever you want with your life. Now, for filmmakers, let's talk about that just briefly. I think as well, if you want to direct certain kinds of movies, if you want to direct TV, obviously you're going to have to live in LA at a certain point, probably, even though most of the TV shows shoot outside of LA, you know, you'll get hired in LA and you'll probably get your chance to shadow uh, TV directors, etc., which is the usual path into directing TV by being either in Los Angeles or in New York. Um, for independent films, though, if you want to be an indie film director, I would honestly say there's a huge advantage to perhaps not being in Los Angeles. Being in Los Angeles can be tough as well. It's not, I mean, it's great what I was describing and I, I loved it. I mean, for the first 10 years, I loved it. I loved it until I had my son, I have to be honest. And the reason that I moved away really was having a family and starting to think about, yeah, just how you're bringing up your child and the kind of world that they're growing up in. And that was when I started to get an itchy feet to leave LA. But until then, I loved it. Until I had my first child, I absolutely loved living in Los Angeles. Um, but for independent filmmakers, I think at times like being in LA can be a little soul destroying or a little deadening. It, it's very competitive. You can always see people doing better than you. You are surrounded by the film industry. And I think sometimes that can actually suck some creativity out of you. I feel like there can be a huge benefit from working somewhere else where the cost of living is cheaper. So you can live more easily while you create films. And you can gather people together and do things. And trying to shoot films in L.A. is is challenging because everything's expensive. I mean, camera rentals and things, you'll probably get cheaper. But on the other side, all your locations are super duper expensive in L.A. Because nobody's excited to have a film being shot on their premises. They're just like, show me the money. <laughs> show me the money. They've, they've heard it all. They know what it is. They're just like, show me the money. So I think in some ways, like shooting in a smaller town or in a different town is probably advantageous because there's still some excitement about a movie being shot. You can probably find locations for a lot cheaper, all those kinds of things. So beyond that, I also feel you can be more in touch with other kinds of stories or other kinds of settings. I don't know about you. There's these movies from LA that I just feel they exist in the LA film world. It's not really like the world as it exists anywhere. Does anyone know about the kind of movies that I'm talking about? Like, I'm like, what is that? It does not like a real world. It's like LA movie world that, that we see on, in TV and in movies. And I think if you live there, you're at risk of making one of those movies. That's just sort of like in this weird kind of space of LA, unless you make it very specific. And so I feel like if you live in another town, you have the possibility to make something that's really like special and unique and digs into that place. I think for me, cinema anyway, I'm always interested in environment. If you watch my movies, you'll see it. I'm really interested in landscapes. I'm interested in how the environment creates the people and so forth. It just, it's just something that I like and I think is important to the cinema. It's like the um, terroir, you know, the, um, the, the earth of the film. So I don't know. I think it's worth considering that there can be advantages. When you look at independent filmmakers, there have been so many who just make films where they are and, and continue to do that. And whether it's Kelly Reichart in uh, Oregon or Gus Van Sant as well also did this from Oregon. Uh, if you look at come from Austin, Texas, you have people like Richard Linklater and, um, you know, the, the guy, why am I having a, I'm having a total block, but the guy that did El Mariachi, uh, 
and you know, and they've continued playing. I can't. Robert, Roberto Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez. Um, you know, there's no reason to go to Los Angeles, and I think every town actually has that possibility to be like that kind of place as well, like Portland, Oregon, or Austin, Texas. I'm always saying to filmmakers here in Denver, there's no reason that Denver couldn't be the next Oregon, Portland, Oregon, or the next Austin, Texas in terms of filmmaking. It's really just about people being here and making good movies. It just takes a couple of filmmakers to make great films and then we're off. And it's the same for every city in America, basically, and every city in the world. You don't have to go anywhere else. And I think at this moment in time, actually, as I said, there's a huge benefit to not being in Los Angeles if you want to make those indie movies, cost of living being one of them. And also the ability just to to shoot things without permits. In LA, you need a permit to do everything without paying a ton for locations, all those things. So let's summarize. Do you need to move Los Angeles to have a career as a screenwriter or a filmmaker? No. No, of course you don't. If you want to write or create, you know, direct television, do you have to move to Los Angeles or New York? Yes, you will have to at some point. But my take on it always is it should never be a have to. It's not, I have to move there. It's not, oh, well, I've got no choice, I've got to move. It's really more about do you want to and the desire and what feels right to you. Because something that I feel absolutely convinced about is that you as a screenwriter or as a filmmaker are going to have your most powerful success always when you act in accordance with your true desires and you act in accordance with the true instinctual nudges that you have. When I went to Los Angeles, as you heard before, everything just clicked into place. I mean, everything was just easy. People looked at me and said, that's crazy. That doesn't happen. It doesn't really happen that you just find a free place to live in Malibu looking at the ocean. doesn't really happen that you get hired within a few months to rewrite a script for an an A-list director, all those kinds of things. I think the reason all that happened for me and happened so easily was because I was just following my intuitions. I was really just trusting the process. I hadn't moved to LA, you know, like here, I'm going to make it. You know, I'm like, I'm coming to LA to make it. You know, I, I came to LA, as I said, to sell a screenplay and things just unfolded from there. And I was just following my instincts and trusting my inner nudges and things worked out really nicely for me. A lot of people move to LA because they feel they have to. And I think for a lot of those people, it's actually very hard. It can be a really hard city. And, you know, cost of living is expensive and there's a lot of stress. A lot of people are very stressed because it is expensive and they're all hustling like mad to try to, you know, pay all their bills, pay their rent, pay all the things they have to pay there. And, you know, and it's tough. And so a lot of people, you know, it's a struggle and they're not happy and they're not enjoying it. And once they get into that frame of mind, you know, the success that they have come for is ever more difficult to capture because they're just putting out that vibe of being frustrated and not enjoying it and not loving it. And so my thing would always be trust your inner nudges. If you feel guided, you know, at some point in your career, at some point as a writer, if you sort of have this inner nudge that it's the right step for you, then you go, then you go. But if you don't feel that inner nudge and if actually you feel like inspired by where you're living, if you feel you love where you live and it's great and all those things, there's absolutely no reason for you to go because literally with Zoom now, with all the technology we have with the cheap flights, there's literally no reason (laughs) to go there. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't have to, you can do everything. You can network and all the things without going there. It's really just like your choice and it's really about 
trusting your intuition and trusting what feels right for you and where you feel good and where you feel creative and where you feel excited to be. Because where you feel good and where you feel creative and where you feel excited to be is where you will create great work and you will create success. And it doesn't matter if it's Los Angeles or Timbuktu. It could be anywhere in the world. When you're in that vibe, that is when you'll create great work and you'll have great success. Somebody said, I want to move to LA, but I've taken people's advice to plan it more instead of just going on a whim. I think that's true. I think it is worth planning it. I think it's really, I mean, it just depends. I feel like you trust your instincts. If you, it's not even about going on a whim, but if you feel like guided to do it, then I would say go for it. Go with the knowledge of what it is that you're going to. I wouldn't say it's necessarily that you have to go at a certain point in your career. For me, it was terrific going when I did, which was I was already in the process of selling a screenplay. And I did that without being in Los Angeles. And this mom was like, you don't have to be in LA to sell a screenplay. You'll probably have to go for the meetings to like finalize the deal, but you don't have to be there to make it happen in the first place. And I think for me personally, it was a huge advantage, like arriving in LA with that sort of already under my belt, that I wasn't arriving there before I'd written a screenplay, that I wasn't arriving there when I've only just written one, but no idea what to do with it sort of thing. I was arriving at the place where I've already set up the situation where the screenplay is selling and now I'm just going for these meetings to like finalize it. And so there was like something really happening. Always like with that stuff in Los Angeles, I mean, the more that you can have happening, the better, you know, like that's, that's what people are drawn to and that is what will push your career forward. So yeah, somebody said, don't move if you don't feel. And that is it. Don't move if you don't feel it. And if you do feel it, do it and enjoy it and love it and just be grateful for the experience of it, no matter what is going on. It's amazing there. All right, guys, thank you so much. Take care. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye. As always, I hope you have enjoyed this week's podcast. And if you did, please, please, please consider leaving me a little review. I appreciate them so much. And they also help other people find the podcast. I am so grateful that you are here. I read some of the reviews recently. I hadn't looked at them for a while and I was just totally overwhelmed. I am honored that you listen to this podcast, that you're here with me. It means a lot to me. I know you have a lot of choices. So thank you so much for being here with me. Have a great week and stay well.